Welcome to the Big Ideas for Small Business podcast. Join us as our host and fellow small business owner, Tim Hayden, discusses topics beneficial to businesses of all industries. Well, hello and welcome to the Big Ideas for Small Business podcast. My name is Shane Duffy. I'm the special guest host today because we're turning the microphone around and putting Tim and uh, Michael Brown on the other side of this conversation. So I've just come in here to learn like I know all the listeners have. So we're going to jump into what I think are a couple of really uh, interesting podcasts uh, for everyone. We can all learn from this. And the topic uh, we're going to cover uh, on today's podcast and the one that follows is leading and managing through chaotic times. Uh, I don't know about every listener out there, but the last couple of years for all of us have been chaotic. But the last year for Sergeant Metal has provided some specific times of chaos. And so that's why we're here to talk and learn from Tim and Michael. So you guys ready to jump in? We're ready, man. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, let's just jump in on this first uh, question. Tell us about the challenging slash chaotic time that happened recently at Sergeant Metal. Yeah, well, I'll start. Michael, you can jump in. Um, you know, we've, we've been, and for our listeners, we've been in business 47 years. We, when it comes to metal fabrication, we take flat sheets of metal and do all kind of cool CNC things to it. You know, we laser cut it, bend it, weld it, powder cut it, assemble, and everything in between. And, you know, um, uh, got a great team of, you know, close to 160 team members. And we have processes that we've been following for a long time. And last fall, um, you know, one thing that uh, is important as, as our senior leader here is that, um, you know, we, you got to trust your numbers. And financially, we're, we've been very blessed. You know, we've been, we've been successful. And, you know, really about last September or so, we weren't making the money that we have been accustomed to making. And, uh, and so we, we, we had lost a controller who got a better opportunity left on great terms. So we were without a controller for a couple months. And so you take all of that combination, and um, we had a project that we were doing. It was going to be, it, it would have been our number one customer in 2022 uh, by a pretty long shot, probably 50% over everybody else, I would say. Uh, and we, uh, in going through that, Shane, we, uh, um, and there's moments that you have in your careers. A moment for me is March the 8th, 2022 is that our controller showed me, so a guy who had been here a long time and came back, we're super thankful he's with us, uh, he showed me a report, a sales analysis report. And it showed, you know, we make hundreds of different part numbers and all, and it showed uh, sales analysis, and it showed a negative profit margin on some parts. And it was a, one for a, a big customer of ours. I went in and looked, and I quickly saw it. I saw that, um, you know, we were paying, and, and go back to process, we. You know, we have we buy all kind of materials and things that we have to put into our product. Well, we had quoted that product at a certain dollar amount, and when I looked on the system, we were paying more for that more for that raw material than we were charging the customer. So the issue here was can't that, run a business like that. No, okay. not for long, not for long. So uh, once we dug into it, we just found out that you know, and really what had happened here is that someone didn't make a decision. So we know our process. But the decision was, for whatever reason, is that we just didn't go back to our customer. We were paying more for that product than what we had originally told them. In our process, we go back and we get our purchase order updated and we just rock on. That didn't happen. 
And I'm thankful to our controller because if that hadn't happened on March 8th, we may still be doing sitting here today and be losing money that we just didn't realize what we were losing. So mm. that's a quick overview. Michael, anything you want to add to that? Yeah, so that just creates um, uncertainty. It creates confusion for team members um, that are related to it. So, yeah, it creates a challenging and chaotic time that you have to, to lead through for sure. Mm-hmm. So how long, uh, just so we can get context, so you found out March 8th, 2022. How long, how far back did this go? This started in September 2021. Okay. So we had so, a good six months almost or so under our belt of losing, honestly, losing a lot of money yeah. that really we just didn't see and understand. So so I assume that was a pretty shocking discovery. So how did this impact you, you know, each of you personally? How did it impact the team or the business as a whole? Uh, well, from a team perspective, um, I think there was a lot of frustration. You, you know, we um, look at different reports. We look at different numbers and financials and everything else. and and just kind of banging our heads against the wall because we weren't quite sure where was where it was happening. There was a report that we weren't looking at. Um, again, in that season from September to probably January of this year, we were without a controller um, during that season. So um, there were some short shortcomings there. But um, yeah, I mean, it just created a lot of confusion, a lot of frustration for team members not understanding. Um, you're working the same as you have been. It feels like everything's happening, but you just were still coming up short at the end. And um, that led to a lot of frustration for a lot of people. Yeah, uh, something that was really frustration as far the majority of our management team, if not all of them, we were hitting or exceeding our revenue goals. So you think, okay, if we have to have a certain amount of revenue in order to generate the profit margin that we want, mm-hmm. but we weren't, we weren't making the profit margin, and we just couldn't – understand it. and for a season there I, I just said hey I don't trust our numbers because I thought there was a big mistake somewhere and without a controller I really gave a pass until we got a controller here I said okay we'll get this thing figured out sooner or later we did a lot of work but just it, yeah. it didn't one of our strategic anchors when we talk about oral health is it didn't pass the smell test mm-hmm. you know so I think just going through I, I think our team was frustrated right. because we were exceeding the revenue goals in, that we had but yet the profit numbers didn't flow as it did for the majority of 2021 and 2020 as you know as we've yeah. been doing this a long time so you guys had numbers that one number that was telling you this should be really a good season another number telling you it's not and you didn't really know why right how big a deal was not having a controller during this time well, retroactively, big deal. Yeah, <laughs> but you didn't. I guess on the front end, but, though, did you? You thought you could go a season without a controller and it would yeah. be okay. Mm-hmm. For a short season, um, the basics were being handled. Um, we have, a, you know, a small accounting team, and so there was another individual that was still doing the basics. We were paying our bills, we were paying our people, we were getting paid by our customers. Uh, but some of the analysis, some of the deeper dive um, things didn't get done um, to the level that it needed to and uh, again that that was uncovered uh, in March and we were able to begin quickly kind of make some decisions but I think going back to what Tim said you know we didn't trust our numbers and um, even sitting here today talking about it thinking like gosh wouldn't it have been nice to just why did we not trust our numbers not go home at the end of the day and think oh well maybe we'll trust them tomorrow Find out why you don't trust them. <laughs> That's really you know, good. If something sticks out to you, again, does, we always say all the time, Tim has said it for years, but uh, does it pass the smell test? If it doesn't pass the smell test, then you need to figure something out in a hurry. And um, 
we, in re again, retrospect, we, we allowed that to go on a lot longer than we should have. And we also, in that same season, we put on we put on a new piece of software and we turned a new piece on. Yeah. And it created a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of negative variances in the system that we thought we would get cleaned up that would have increased our bottom line. Mm -hmm. So in our mind, at that point in time, that made sense. That's right. But then when our old controller came back, he says, nope. It's a closed, our, our ERP system, it's a closed loop system, and actually all that stuff's in there. Mm -hmm. So we had thought we would make up what we had lost when we corrected that. So there were a lot of moving pieces that were right. going on. That's right. That, um, and I think, you know, for Clarity Chain, um, we recruited, you know, controls. We thought we had a guy yeah. back then, um, but we're glad we got the, our guy who had worked here previously because it was just, it's just like we plugged him into an outlet. And boom, he went to work. But he helped, he helped put our system yeah. in back in 2012. So. Yeah, well, I think that's interesting because we're talking about chaotic times. And this was a series of events that just kind of lined up all together to create this chaos. Mm -hmm. And I love how you mentioned, you know, just didn't pass the smell test. And, Michael, you said, but we kept thinking, well, you know, something's going to click, right? It's going right. to click in. We're just missing something. Mm -hmm. And I think any business owner... Uh, any leader of a team listening to this can relate to that, mm -hmm. where something's not right, but it it it's not adding up. But you convince yourself that it will add up, and uh, I think we'll we'll move on to the next question because I think we'll get to what you guys have, have learned through this. And you got a key component of the system, right? A control that's just not there for a little right. while. So all these things happening at the same time. Uh, so what were some of the most challenging obstacles to overcome during this period? Uh, for me, um, I'll go first, Michael, if you don't mind. Yeah. Um, when I saw it on the system, I knew what was going on. I, I saw that we paid a lot more than what we could, and we never went back and changed the price to our customer. And for me to not lose my cool mm. and just want to go to the, okay, let's take care of this, but to slowly walk through, you know, we audited everyone that touched it. We audited the process, and we ultimately came up with, okay, here's what happened. Here's the reason why, and it's what we're going to do to make sure it never happens again. But for me, I could have easily lost my cool because it's, um, you know, uh, you mentioned earlier, I think you did, Shane, you know, passion. And the Lord's blessed me with a lot of passion. And, you know, I am so passionate that when I see something, I just want to go fix it. Mm -hmm. So I think but we slowed down, Michael, mm -hmm. you know, during that process. And we took a little bit of time, you know, to walk through what happened and here's what we're going to do. Right. Yeah. And it, it is. I mean, it's a, a challenge to – to not just um, jump to conclusions. Sometimes you, you think you have the idea or you, you, in your mind, you know that, but uh, making sure that you have the accurate, correct information um, to make those decisions is important. So um, that was a big part of that, mm -hmm. for sure. You mentioned earlier the one of the failures in this whole thing was a fail, failure to make a decision. So, uh, so was this ultimately a, a, a people uh, or a leader or manager problem? Was this a process problem? Um, when you really got into the audit, what did you discover was the, if you did, like what was, was there one thing that really threw the whole thing off or was it a series of things? And if it was, what was, what was that series of things? Michael, I'll, I'll let you answer that first. Yeah, I think um, really, one of the key things with a team is being able to to trust each other 
Um, I think Tim has displayed a tremendous amount of trust. Um, and sometimes, um, I don't say that can be taken advantage of, not intentionally, but almost unintentionally sometimes. Mm-hmm. And um, I think one of the things Tim has said a lot since then is the idea of trusting but verifying some things. And so you might want to speak to that. But um, I think we trusted that the team members were doing what they needed to get done, that they were following the process that were set in place, um, that they, you know, in this situation were... Um, because there wasn't a lack of effort, um, mm. but it, so it wasn't a, just a, a abdication of responsibilities and somebody going home and saying, I'm not going to work today or anything like that. Um, but it was just either the, the unwillingness to, to push back and make some hard, have some hard conversations with a customer. Um, and, uh, and that was really the, the key there. And we allowed it to go on for a long time. And so the idea of trusting and ver- but verify is that we want to trust our team members, but we also want to hold people accountable and, and verify that um, we're following processes and that we're uh, doing the things that we say we want to do. Yeah, and I think, um, I think for me, in probably the last 20 years of my career, I've, I have become a trust guy. So, you know, I trust our team and that they're going to do the job that we've hopefully trained them well, got them up to speed. And I think going through this process, I've learned that trust but verify. So, you know, we have systems and processes, you know, and, and during that season, you know, I was involved with purchasing and that they would bring things in. So anything over a certain dollar amount, we have two signatures. And I would say, okay, we, we have this PO making it, you know, for $50,000. Show me the contract pricing on our mater- raw material from our customer. Pull it right out. Okay, mm-hmm. the trust, but verify. And for a long time, I just trusted our team to do that. But Shane, you would ask, uh, ultimately, it came down to from everything that I observed is that I agree with Michael, or I don't think anyone intentionally did something. I think the um, the whirlwind of business and uh, and the chaotic challenges from this customer uh, that told us they wanted X amount per month and lined this up, we did all those things and then they didn't take as much as we had planned. I think that, I think they knew what was going on. I think it just, they were just overwhelmed and it just didn't get mm-hmm. relayed back to the customer um, in a way that where we can protect ourselves. And yeah, it sounds like that for, you know, whatever the, the leadership hierarchy is, somewhere there's got to be uh, a, a verification of what's expected. And then that would actually assist the person that's maybe in a role that are maybe they don't think it's their responsibility or are less comfortable with having a uh, conflict with a customer to try to change pricing or something like mm-hmm. that. And a leader could come in and help with that. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, that's what it sounds like there. What's um, so? Tell me about how you guys solved this. Did you did you solve it in? I'm sure it was a smart way, <laughs> and I'm sure it was a healthy way. Mm-hmm. But tell me how you did it. Tell me how you solved this problem. Um, who who wants to go first? You jump in. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, we definitely solved it. Um, it was. Uh, after we did all of our audit and our review, um, the answer was very simple. And that we unfortunately had made some changes, um, but it was very difficult because when you make a change, uh, you know, we it's, it's, it's never easy. And one thing that we did when we, 
Um, you know, so, so we had to make a couple tough decisions and make some changes and going through that. Um, Shane, as soon as it was over, we got together with our entire salary team. We told them exactly what happened and exactly what was going on because we didn't want them to hear – we wanted everyone to hear the same message. And it was important. And, hey, here's the thing. And, and we honored, you know, the, the, the folks that we made the change with. And, Michael, what I remember that we did. But I think that it was important. You know, you only get one chance to communicate. And one thing we learned with oral health, we want to communicate, communicate well. So uh, uh, it, was, it was a simple decision, but, boy, it sure was hard to execute. You know, hope that makes sense. Yeah, it made sense. Sounds like you had to make a couple personnel changes because yep. those you know, wrong wrong seat on the bus, so to speak. But you did it in an honoring way. Mm-hmm. But what I heard you say too was you wanted to get the most out of this education. It, you know, you went to school during this time and it cost you something <laughs> yeah. big time, right? For yes. for Sergeant Metal, it yeah. cost a lot. But you didn't want to waste it, so right. you sat down with your team. Hey, let's dig into this. We didn't just solve a problem. You know, we solved this problem, but what can we learn from this so moving into the future? That's what I heard you say. And I yeah. think that's a, a big part of any time you, you fail, you want to learn from yeah. failure, right? Yeah, and I'll, I'll add this, Shane. There is so much awareness at Sergeant Metal today. We're a better company today than we were when this started on March 8th. Oh, yeah. And there is a tremendous amount of attention to detail. So we're better. I mean, we, we're looking at things now we've never looked at. Sure. So I think we're much better on the other side of it. That's absolutely right. All right. Well, this is uh, we're winding down on part one of chaotic times, and we'll hit you with part two next time. So don't miss that. But before we go, um, Mike, I'll start with you. What's one piece of parting advice you'd give to the listeners? Yep. So um, I think in a chaotic time, especially involving a team, um, there's going to be a ripple effect across the whole mm-hmm. team, and it's very easy to as the leader to stay focused on. The, the center of that chaotic, what's the, the problem, or if it's a team member or, or whatever it is, it's very easy to stay focused on the center of that chaotic time. But I think um, something I learned and, and I'm, I'm more aware of at this time is there's a ripple effect across the whole team uh, during a chaotic time. And not to lose sight of that, to, to stay focused, especially as a leader in the organization, uh, to be aware uh, that other people uh, in the organization also are, are possibly hurting or struggling or confused or frustrated. And uh, it's important to, to not just take care of the, the challenge or the problem, but uh, also lead the whole team in that season and not forget the rest of the team. I love that. Can I, I'm going to follow up on that. So there's a ripple effect that affects everybody. Yep. So how, how do you create – do you create time? Do you create awareness? Do you create conversation? What did what did you do or what did you guys do to help acknowledge the fact this wasn't just a couple of people in one department. Yep. Everybody felt this in some kind of way. How did you guys help people walk through that? So I think the main thing is being aware as a leader. Um, and then something that uh, you've actually talked about for years, so I've heard you say, is just showing up, being mm-hmm. um, visible, mm-hmm. uh, being available to talk to your team members, and, and then just listening but being valuable in, in answering uh, you know questions that they have um, and so but more than anything just being present um, I think is, is a key in helping them understand that you hear them and that's that good. you're working through it no that's good all right Tim what's your your parting thought uh, uh, I think um, I, I'll just say that from the people perspective and for the people that uh, were directly in relation with these folks um, you know 
that same day that happened, you know, I had a conversation with them individually, and I said, hey, what questions do you have? And ask anything. And they asked some very direct questions that I thought were excellent. But let's, hey, any questions you got that we could help you to understand, it's hard. You know, th- this is these are these are decisions we're making that honestly, you know, as a as a leader, I don't ever want to have to make right. them. You know, but unfortunately, you know, people sometimes people just don't make good decisions, and and we have to hold people accountable. You know, and I think that um, I would just for, for our listeners, one piece of advice: audit your process. And you know, and if you've got two, if you got five people working for you, and you got somebody that's buying stuff for you, go audit. If you know if you're gonna buy something, go audit. If someone gave you a quote, are you paying that? Hey, and something to look into. Are you paying shipping? Because shipping sure is expensive today compared to what it was, <laughs> yes. you know, a year ago. And I think uh, verify your team is doing their roles and doing them well. Yep. And again, check it. And because we had one of our guys I mentioned earlier, he was th- I believe he was generally thankful. Man, I'm so glad somebody's double checking my work. You don't have to do all that, but audit the process. No, that's good. And also, you know, what I just thought about when you said that, it gives you an opportunity to celebrate more. I think most leaders are challenged by celebrating. uh, And if you're auditing more often and you find people doing it right, you get to celebrate that as much as you do get to help them, you know, when you find out maybe something is off. I think that's really, really great advice. And, And in chaotic times, know that it affects everybody. Create space and availability. Allow them to ask questions and lead the organization through it. That's really good. Well, that's going to wrap up uh, part one of leading through uh, chaotic times. Uh, Join us next time for part two. But with that, just to say uh, thanks for letting me sit in this seat. Tim, Michael, thanks for sharing your thoughts. So thanks for listening, and God bless. If you would like to continue the journey with us, please subscribe and leave us a review to let us know how we're doing. If there are any specific topics you would like to hear, be sure to put that in the comments as well. We will be launching a new podcast on the first Wednesday of every month. If you know others that will get benefit from listening to this podcast, please share it with them and we'll be seeing you guys next month.